Hello and welcome to Don't Spoil the Ending, episode 27. I'm Joe. Hi, I'm John. And I'm Nick. Me and John are a bit worse for wear this week. Um, we should probably explain our absence last week. Yeah, uh, we were both dying from man flu last yeah, week. Well, it wasn't so much man flu. It must have been something much worse. Worse than man flu? Yeah, <laughs> death. Um, I'm surprised that either of us made it through the week. Yeah, I'm still touch and go, to be honest. Yeah, you can hear it in my voice a bit. Um, <coughs> I'm, I'm, uh, <laughs> there you go. I'm not, I'm not at my best this week. I sound very much like I should be like narrating the drive down the highway. This is smooth jazz. Yeah, like the midnight hour or something. <laughs> like. The midnight hour, playing all that smooth midnight music. We should have, should have done like playing Misty for me this week or something. <laughs> you yeah. as Clint Eastwood. <laughs> Yeah, so um, that was our absence last week. And the uh, reason uh, me and Inman couldn't pick it up is because of Inman's birthday. Yeah. And yeah. we were both not feeling too well on that day either. Yeah, that, that <laughs> night. For different reasons. <laughs> That's that. Um, so with Sam's birthday as well happening, and I was already ill, that set me back a few days. <laughs> so... You were just recovering, then that night happened, and it yeah. set you back a week. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty... Yeah, I'd say that's true. Um... <laughs> But I'm actually not, I'm all right now. It's just, just, I can't, my voice isn't there. Yeah. It's just gone. And that's good for a podcast, isn't it? Perfect. But, Perfect, yeah. You know, we're going to soldier through. Yeah. Um, got a bit of a ramshackle show this week, should we say? Is that wrong to say? No. I don't think so. I no. agree. Yeah. Well, um, we, we weren't too organized this week, so we're not going to film. Um, we're going to do Eden Lake next week. Yep. Which will be a good one. Um, but yeah, we're gonna we're gonna just cover a few other stuff today. Uh, yeah, because we had a week off. I'm like a backlog now. I've got I've got a ton of stuff to talk about. I don't know about you guys, but yeah, so have I. Yeah, well, there's yeah. been a lot of trailers been released over the past couple of weeks. Yeah, yeah. Um, I've watched quite a few films and TV shows. So yeah, yeah well, so what, what should we dive more... into first? Well, do you guys want to talk about your night out on Friday, or do you not want to go back um, <laughs> relive that memory? Now? <laughs> I, I, I think it's probably best to leave that while I'm alone. To be honest. <laughs> Yeah, we're not talking um, about it. <coughs> let, let, let's just say it was Sam's birthday. Um, let's just say it was eventful. Yeah. And I had a good night. Um, that's about all we need to say. Mm. <laughs> yeah, I did. Yep. <laughs> Can I, uh, you guys finish with that? You don't want to go any further nope. into it? No, okay. <laughs> I'll chime in with a Jono update. Uh, Jono can't make it this week. He's still wallowing in his own chaotic self-delusions. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Still uh, still doing that. So, But uh, an update from, from the office. We were talking to Jono this week. <laughs> We found out that he eats food out the bin. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? It came up because right. Cooper. I, I need to clear this. Right, <laughs> right like Jono has like said it wasn't actually out the bin. What it was. Oh, so so John's. It, it's one of those things where like it's been like Jono said something and John <laughs> and John's just said. Oh, so you're, you're eating chicken out the bin now. But basically, <laughs> basically what happened was, according to Jono, I mean, I'm just repeating what Jono said, he bought a brand new bin, lined it with a bin bag. Right. Um, and it had the lid on it. So brand new bin, brand new bin bag. And, uh, and to celebrate, we, uh, went, we went to KFC. We went to KFC to celebrate the purchase. Yeah. And, oh, well, uh, that's what you do when you buy a new bin. Well, exactly. Yeah. KFC. Exactly. Yeah. And, uh, and I, I don't know who was with him. I think he said it was a friend or something. And they placed it on top of the bin. Ah. And so um, now everyone's been 
making fun of him, saying, so you're eating chicken from the bin, are you now? <laughs> so, so it was on top of the bin, in a box, yeah. on a brand new bin. That was what he said. I think it was more in the bin, personally. But Do you think he accidentally binned it and then took it back out? Yeah, possibly. That's slanderous. Or it, when he says it's on top of the bin, he means the bin was so full of stuff, he literally was just <laughs> on top. But it only came up because in, in work this week, Cooper, who we've mentioned on the pod before, ate food out of the bin. That doesn't surprise me. From the kitchen. Was it rice? I believe so. Like individual grains of rice. I, I, I'm, I'm I think not, it actually was. I'm not was. quite sure what to believe because I've heard that he's, like, people have gone to all kind of lengths in this story saying, you know, he was licking it straight out the bag. And if you know that kitchen work bin, which you do, but the listeners won't, it's fucking horrendous. Yeah. <laughs> um, and yeah, people are claiming that he. Uh, Fall and eat it out of the bin. That I mean, I, I'm less surprised about that. <laughs> um, mm. Mm. Yeah, but yeah, that's so John O was part of that club as well. Yeah, the uh, KFC out of the bin. Cool. That's how we got on. <laughs> we, we're going to put that segment straight in the bin. Um, <laughs> we got we got no Sam this week. Mm-hmm. Um, he was at the football today, so he hasn't been able to get back in time. Yep. Um, so yeah, I'm just explaining why Sam's not here. Liverpool nil, United nil. Yep. 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 I had a chance to go that game, but, you know, I, I couldn't. Um, but, yeah, looking at it, after watching it on TV, I'd have been very annoyed. Imagine your voice now, if you'd have gone to the game. I know, so, yeah. Screaming for 90 minutes, yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, I'd, I'd be trying, <laughs> but, yeah. Just another Manchester United park in the bus day, so. Well, if they win the league, you know, that that, that one point could be vital. So. Yeah. Yep. Let's hope they don't win the league. Um, <laughs> moving swiftly on, um, should we dive into trailers? Yeah, can Let's do. Let's dive into that. Um, should we cover the new mutants first? This is the I'm new. I'm very interested in getting into that one. Yeah. Yes, this is the new X Men film. Uh, the trailers took a very different. It, it's carved out its own sort of direction from the rest of the X Men. It looks nothing like any other X Men, does it? I think it's similar to how Logan kind of didn't look like an X Men film. Um, yeah. This really doesn't look like an X Men film. It just looks like a horror film, doesn't it? Yeah. So it, it's got like the likes of Macy, Macy Williams in it. Yeah. Um, so a few other names. And Anya Taylor Joy, who was from Split and The Witch, she's like one of the mutants as well. Yeah. She's been great in everything that I've seen her in. Yeah. yeah. It, I, I mean, we, my lack of um, appetite for a horror film is well known on this podcast. That did look interesting, though. Like it, it just, but it did look very. It did look too much too horror. Like it was almost like a bog standard <laughs> horror. Yeah, I, th- I thought that. No, I thought cause like if it didn't have Marvel coming up at the, <laughs> at the beginning, I would have just thought it was a. Yeah, yeah. We we watched it with your brother Luke, and he didn't even realise it was an Eckman film until like we told him. Yeah, and probably speaking too soon, but it looks a bit cheap as well. I think like like a cheap horror film kind of thing. Cheap American Uh, horror film. Yeah, directed by Josh Boone, who did The Fault in Our Stars, which I'm not seeing like a a teen. uh, I've seen rom com. I I, I quite enjoyed that film. Yeah, it's directed by that guy. So they're going for that teen. Like a young adult feel, like Hunger Games yeah, or yeah, something. They're yeah. going to try and get that market. But I'd be interested to know whether it'll be like R-rated or not, or whether it will be actually for kids, like a horror film for kids, you know what I mean? No, I, I'm sure I read somewhere that it was going to get a higher rating. I don't know like what Logan. it would... Yeah, maybe, I don't know if it'll be an 18, but it's, yeah. it's not going to be... Not a kids' film. Well, they've, obviously, they've obviously realised they're getting a lot of success with their R-rated films, aren't they? Mm-hmm. So they're trying to... Keep that up, I'm imagining that. And I, I, I'm only guessing here. I don't know the X Men lore from the comics, 
but I'm guessing this follows on from where Logan ended off with the new mutants, the, the kids. Yeah, that were, makes sense. Yeah, it? I imagine it's like a follow-up to that kind of thing. So this so. going to be like another timeline. Well, not timeline, but like another... In the future. The like, future yeah. time. Yep. So are they, aren't they continuing with the other one, with Fastbender and all that as well? I don't know. I think they are, but so they keep, I, I, I honestly don't that. know where, that, where that's up to. Continuing with that. They're getting this timeline following on from Logan. Yeah. What about the one with... Um, Patrick Stewart and all that. Is that, is that's, that, that's that dead finished now, now, I think, gone? yeah. Yep. Okay. But yeah, looking forward to it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Got, um, on, the, on the subject of X-Men, Gambit is, is going to be out at some point in the next two years. Yeah. I've been looking forward to that since it got announced. I, bl- um, I believe it's been announced for 2019, the beginning yeah, of 2019. It's, it's Feb, Feb 2019. I think that's what it said, yeah. It's, yeah. De- it's de- definitely got like the cast and the director down for it. It's just, I can't remember. I think, uh, what's his name, sorry? The guy, Channing Tatum. Channing Tatum. Um, I'm pretty right. sure he's been down for that role for years, hasn't he? Yeah. Um, well, I mean, Gambit turned up in uh, in the first Wolverine film. That's right. Yeah. It was a bit shit in that, but was it was it Channing Tatum then? Uh, Taylor Kitsch, who's yeah. kind of like Channing Tatum, <laughs> like another... Yeah. But like, yeah, I think I'm pretty sure, like, for years and years, like, I think they were planning on doing that uh, film, like, maybe this year or something. Yeah, originally, yeah. But, like, obviously it's been just pushed back and pushed back, but... Yeah, I mean, I know nothing about Gambit, but, like, fanboys love him, don't they? They think he's, like, one of the coolest characters and stuff, but... From, from me, as when I was younger, watching the X-Men cartoon and stuff, I think, I think Gambit was my favourite character from the X-Men. Mm. Like, I was never a Wolverine... Never really a big fan. John was John was a Cyclops fan, yeah. as, we, as we all know. Oh yeah, of course. Yep. Um, what, what would you say your favorite X X Man is? Or woman? Uh, I'm gonna go Magneto. That's a good choice. Yep. That's an odd one. I'm, I don't know. I'm I'm, I'm not as into <laughs> the X Men as I am the rest of the Marvel universe. I think Magneto was probably the best Marvel villain of any of the, any of their franchises. Which mm. which iteration of it? Anyone, to be honest. Fassbender or... Fassbender and Ian McKellen are both great. They were, yeah, I'd, I'd say they both both held their own on it. You know, like the actual MCU, all of their villains for me are, are garbage. They are very 1D. One, one yeah, right just like reflection MCU, really. Oh, is this one? I mean, it, it kind of is now, but like the old films are Doc Ock. Um, from Guardians of the Galaxy 2, um, uh, the, the, the human planet. Oh, Kurt oh, Russell. Yeah. Kurt, Kurt, I love Kurt Russell, but that was the worst <laughs> thing I've ever seen in my life. Though. Well, it did one of those things. I hate when films do this. He only becomes the villain in the last third of the film. Yeah. And, like, I don't know. I'm, you know all the way through something's got to be dodgy about him. Do you know what I mean? And then in the last third, they're like, oh, shock, he's the bad guy. And it's like, yeah, it's not a shock. <laughs> Everyone knew this. <laughs> I, don't, I don't like that that kind of plot twist. Yeah, I, I, didn't, I didn't like that villain at all. Like I say, I, I'm a big fan of Kurt Russell, but... Yeah. Didn't like that at all. Yeah, so the, the villains, I think, in the MCU are the, probably the weakest part of it, really. Yeah, right. definitely. Yeah, yep. okay. Um, we watched the trailer for the new Pacific Rim film. Yep. Pacific yeah. Rim you, Uprising. You, Uprising. I believe you've not seen the first one, though, have you? I've not, but from watching that trailer, I'm quite interested to watch the first. See, I, I, I really like... I mean, I, there's people, we you know, from like work and stuff who just don't like it at all. They hate the first one but I really enjoyed oh, that was, it oh that was Cassie once yeah. it was Cassie who, who, an update on the office she's actually really left now yeah it? that was very sad very yeah, sad, pretty sad, night, very yeah. sad day yeah. Um, but um, yeah like she, she doesn't like the first one but I, I absolutely loved it I, I loved that film I love the first one it's 
Guillermo del Toro as well. I love all of his films. Uh, is he doing this sequel? No, it's no. Stephen De Knight who did Spartacus. Oh well, I'm actually happy with that. Though. Yeah, I mean, it's no, it's no Guillermo del Toro, no, but and that's the only thing. The film to me does look a bit. I mean, the first one's schlocky. Not not schlocky. That's not not the right word. But you know, it's robots fighting monsters. It's kind of like a a daft idea, but it's elevated because of the talent involved. You got G Del T directing. You got Idris Elba in the film. Yeah. Uh, it looked amazing. It looked, you know, looked, looked really good. Whereas this one is a bit more. It looks a bit more low. It probably isn't. It probably cost us as much to make, but it looks a bit more, just a bit cheaper to me. I don't know. You you made a comment that it looks a bit Power Rangery. Yeah, that's what I thought from the trailer. Yeah. The bit at the end where like the uh, I think it was the the kaiju were like joining together to form this massive like Power Ranger <laughs> Megazord at the end. <laughs> I mean, let's not forget you actually really enjoyed the Power Rangers. Yeah, I do like Power Rangers. <laughs> <laughs> So, so yeah, I don't know what you meant by that. Yeah, I just, I just, I'd rather it not be Power Ranger. I'd rather it be more like the first Pacific Rim. But yeah, I, I, I get, I, I get mixed on me because I'm sure it came out around the same time. But I keep thinking that Rihanna's in Pacific Rim. Uh, battle, Pacific, battleship, well, yeah, yeah. So yeah. that's obviously Battleship. But I'm sure they came out around the same time, and it was these two big, weird like films. And I like, I heard. Battleship was terrible, but I always, for some reason, think they're on about Pacific Rim. And that's another film which people don't like, but I actually quite enjoyed Battleship. I love Battleship. Jeez, uh, oh, I mean, in the yeah. wrong room. That could be, that could be a future pod film. <laughs> Battleship. Yeah, yeah with, with Pacific Rim, I'm, I'm quite interested to watch the first film. Um, we've mentioned Neon Genesis Evangelion in the past. That looked very similar to that type of show so it was the big mech suits i know these are probably robots on pacific rim aren't they no the big mech suits. oh just big mech suits giant right. yeah. like controlled by two little men yeah yep. <laughs> so uh, on on neon genesis evangelion it's they've got mech suits that are about that size and they're fighting these aliens that come from outer space obviously i don't know what else they'd come from um, but <laughs> oh well these ones come from the water in pacific rim well oh, do you, specific, oh spoilers specifically pacific, pacific rim it's the uh, oh I, I, it's I, a giant crack in the ocean they come it's out not intergalactic rim well, it's another dimension, I suppose, but it's out it of the water. Though, yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, like, yeah. Yeah, I, like I like that show, and I like the idea behind it. So, I might. Well, actually, will I will give that film a watch. Yeah, I think you'd. I think you'd like it. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. And it takes place. Well, supposedly it takes place within the uh, King Kong Godzilla universe. That's true. Yeah, like a future timeline of that. Yeah. yeah. Just on that, you've, you've reminded me of something there that, like, Pacific Rim is basically. Transformers, but good. Like, if you have talent involved with it, you'll end up with Pacific Rim. If you got, if you have no talent, you'll end up with Transformers. But this part two to me looks a bit more Transformery from that trailer than yeah. Pacific Rimy. <laughs> I feel like all, all of the uh, the giant mechs as well in the second ones, the trailer anyway. They, they, they look very colourful. They weren't like that in the first one. I don't. Yeah, think. I thought that. Like they look like Power Rangers. Yeah, they, like, they, yeah. they've put like all big bright colours and stuff yeah. on there. Why? <laughs> in the first one, there was only like three actual mechs, and they were all battered and beaten like, shit and stuff. And stuff yeah. Weren't yeah, yeah, and oh, I'm nearly spoiled the film for Joel. <laughs> 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 I'll, st- I'll stop there. <laughs> all right. Yeah. Um, should we move on? Yeah. Uh, have we seen any other trailers we want to talk about? Yeah, I've got one. If that's okay. Uh, the Last Jedi trailer. I imagine oh, you guys haven't watched it. I've not heard of, watched it. Not heard of this. Yeah, it's a little little franchise. Star oh. Wars. Oh. The Ring of Bell. <laughs> mm, I don't know. Mm. Yeah, so it's a Star Wars Episode Eight: The Last Jedi trailer dropped on Monday night. Uh, 
Yeah, it looks good. <laughs> Cheers. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, what, what's like? I know very little of Star Wars. Like, I've seen if I've seen most of the films. Yeah. But I don't really follow it. So, what is this film? Sell it to me. It's the sequel to the Force Awakens. The Force Awakens was kind of like a sneaky, sneaky reboot of Episode Four from Star Wars. And my big fear for this one was it's going to be a sneaky reboot of The Empire Strikes Back, Episode Five. And I think it still is going to be pretty much that by the look right. of it. They've got attack walkers in it, like an Empire Strikes Back. You know, there's a load of, like, there's a Jedi training in this one, like there was in the Empire. So that's my big worry with it. They're just rebooting episode uh, episode five. But it, I mean, it does look technically it looks great. A bit too much red for my liking. It's a very very red trailer. Uh, but I mean, it, it looks good. You know, it, yeah. I'm I'm sure I'm sure it will be good. What Star Wars film these days wouldn't look? Amazing, though. Yeah, I, mean, I know. Technically, it looks really good. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, technically, yeah. it's going to look great. Rogue One, I've got a few issues with Rogue One, but still, it looks pretty good, though. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Let's be yeah. honest. Whether you don't like the film or not, you will go and pay to watch it 12 times in the cinema. Yeah, probably. <laughs> How many times did you see The Last Star Wars in the cinema? I think it was only about four or something. Four. Is this the... Which one was that? That was the Force Awakens. That one. oh, so Rogue One. Rogue One. I think I only saw that three, maybe. Uh, I, I'm, I'm, I'm yeah. gonna tell you right here and now that you definitely watched Force Awakens at least eight times, John. <laughs> you, I remember you saying you watched it eight times. No, not after the, about a week. Not the cinema. It was, it was about four or five in the end. The Dark Knight Rises is still the record for that. Seven, seven times I watched that. No, that, that's that deserving of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. great. Yep, loved that. But yeah, I'll watch it a few times definitely. But it's, it's just hard to know what to even say about it at the moment because yeah, yeah, yeah. uh, a lot of it feels like they're trying to trick people anyway. They're like, there's scenes in the trailer where Kylo Ren's saying something, then they show like Ray having a reaction shot. But I'm pretty sure in the actual film, those two scenes don't marry up whatsoever. They've just cut it together for the trailer to look a bit, you know, yeah. a bit tricksy kind of thing. So yeah, I'm yeah. sure I'm sure it'll make a bit of money as well, probably. It should do okay probably, in the box office. Yeah. Yeah. My, my, I can't see it bombing. Yeah, I don't think so. I think I'll make its money back. Yeah, I, I think Star Wars could release a fifteen-minute film, and it could be absolute shite, and it would still make millions upon millions. Yeah, well, I mean, we're talking to Ben in work the other day. Like Ben is a big Star Wars fan as well, and mentioned the fact that in like nineteen ninety-eight, in November ninety-eight, when the first Star Wars trailer for the Phantom Menace dropped, and everyone was going mad about it. Back then, you couldn't really like watch films on the internet and everything. Uh, watch trailers on the internet. And people were going, to, were paying to go and watch Meet Joe Black with Brad Pitt just because it was the only film to show the Star Wars trailer before it. And they'd watch the trailer and get up and leave. <laughs> like, and Meet Joe Black like made a lot more money than it should have done just because people were paying to watch the Star Wars trailer. <laughs> That's a great old fact. Yeah. yeah. A little, uh, little snippet there for the Star Wars special we'll be doing at some point. Yeah, I like yep. that. Cool. Yep. All right, moving on. Louis Farouk has recently done a new show. Yeah, is it called Dark Towns? I keep on forgetting to get the actual name of it. Yeah, it's called that. The episode. Oh no, sorry, that's the series, Dark Towns, and it's... yeah, then like part one, heroin or something like that. Yeah, yeah. dark. That was dark, wasn't it? Yeah, very dark. Yeah. Mm. Uh, me and Nick have spoke about this in work, but the first woman you meet in the episode, who's like a twenty-five-year-old woman called Colita or something, mm. I got the impression that I might be totally disparaging her here, but I think she liked the fact that she had a camera crew following around. Right. Do you get that impression at all? Uh, Almost like this one bit where she sends her boyfriend into the other room and she's whispering to the camera saying like, oh, you know, he gets me, he got me hooked on drugs, he's controlling me through it. 
and it just feels like she knows what she's doing. Do you know? Do you know what I mean? I don't. I didn't pick. Do, do you not think so? I, mean, I was the other, the other way on that. Right. I, mean, yeah. I, I don't know. Like literally, um, these guys had spoke about it in work before me watching it. So I don't know if I just picked on, up on that because of them talking about it. But I, I definitely got the impression that like, yeah, she she, she wasn't being quite truthful. She was just trying to like bigger up a story for the camera kind of thing. Ooh. Do you know what I mean by like? I think there's some kind of people where. If they get contacted by Louis through, immediately they're thinking, "This is my five minutes of fame. I can get on TV with this." Do, Louis through's you know not I mean? that big in America, though. I suppose not. He's but not. Like... Just the idea of a camera crew following you around. You know what I mean? You think like, "Shit, this is my chance." You know, if I kind of, I could be on like selling my story here. You know, you know what I mean? Like, and yeah, I'm sure if, I, if an, I make it good enough, you know, I'm sure there's an element of that sometimes. I didn't yeah. pick up on that specific one because there's the later on in the show, he's talking to some guy. And he's he's talk he basically square up asks him, um, have you ever sucked a dick for heroin? Yeah. And the guy's like, I've never sucked a dick for heroin, but I've had my dick sucked for heroin. It's like How does that work? <laughs> like, okay. So yeah. someone was like dying to do that. To give you heroin. <laughs> to give you heroin. Yeah, I don't totally get that. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if that was all that true for you. Yeah. <laughs> like, no one's saying that though. Like to just make that up. It's like, oh yeah, I got my dick sucked for heroin. It sounds like, like the uh, the Cartman I know, thing. I know, but but like what what I mean is like who's actually going to be like if you let me soak you, I, 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 I'll like <laughs> I'll give you heroin. I'll like. give you heroin. <laughs> it, it's always going to be the other way around, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Well, that's what I'm thinking. It might be like the Cartman thing. Do you remember when like he has the photo of him putting his uh, knob in his mouth? <laughs> They're saying, like, oh, dude, like that. <laughs> yeah. It shows everyone the photo, and they're like, Carmen, that means you're gay. It's like, no, no, that means <laughs> Butters is gay, not me. <laughs> if he sucks my, my <laughs> cock, I'm not gay. <laughs> so he might have the same logic. <laughs> yeah, yeah, fair enough. Yeah. yeah. Um, it was a very dark episode, like we said, though. It, it, it's, it was. It sort of shows you the horrors of a lot of Well, it, it was weird, that town, wasn't it? Because, like, like, it very much gave me the impression that the entire town was completely ravaged by heroin. So, mm. like... Like if like there's either like there's three kinds of people kind of in that time either people that are on heroin were on heroin or they're the ones helping the people on heroin like obviously there's gonna be the other people around but it very much gave me the impression that they were the people that lived in the town just them like the the the, the paramedics that are coming to help them the actual people yeah. ODing all the time and then the previous users I'd I'd, li- I'd like to think that that is probably a truthful you know, look at the town. But when you watch a Louis Ferrou documentary, you have to realise you're watching it, you know, through his his lens. Mm. Yeah. So you're you're seeing the pointed pieces. Now he does a good job of giving you a fair look a lot of the time, in my opinion. Yep. So yeah, I do agree with you, but there is the possibility that you're seeing this tiny box yeah. of people. Not not the bigger picture kind of yeah. thing. Yeah. Well I mean there's like they're making a point in the episode that the pharmaceutical company who are supplying the hospital are almost like a conspiracy almost, I think. That that's what they're trying to get at, isn't it? That they're getting people in the surrounding area hooked on the on this these pharmaceuticals. But there was like one there was a woman who was pregnant and she was a recovering heroin addict. And like some of the other stories you hear from people are quite believable, but her story was like, Oh well, I stole my father's pain pills and got got addicted to them. And from there, heroin. It's like, whoa, 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 whoa. That's, a, that's a big leap to take, like, you know, like the typical excuse kind of thing, isn't it, you know? So yeah. you've gone from stealing pe- pills from your dad, and the next logical step, heroin. That's the, you've, you've got to go straight to heroin. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? It's a bit, uh... Yeah, I know what you A bit like... That sounds like a bit of an excuse. 
In terms of TV, though, she's not going to sit there and go, oh, I was on, on painkillers for a year, and then I moved on to something else, then I moved on to this. No, like, she's obviously oh. whittled it down to painkillers, pain heroin. Mm. I feel like the whole episode, they were trying to get the point across that. They were, like like you said, they were addicted. They got addicted to these painkillers, which were either prescribed to them or, like, a few of them stole it from family members. Um, but then, like, obviously the, the law passed, didn't it, that... Um, they can't um, doctors can't give out these pills anymore they can't over prescribe these pills so like they didn't have access to anymore so i think the point they were trying to get across was that um a lot of people were addicted to these but they had no access to it so and they were getting withdrawal symptoms so the the the, the next logical step for them was to to get heroin which was a lot cheaper uh, and more readily available than her, um the pain pills mm. um yeah, that's the last but I seem to get from it anyway. I'm quite impressed with uh, the the that uh, yep. <laughs> reeling off the fact. Um, in terms of in terms of where it ranks against some of his other documentaries, I don't think it was one of his best ones. Yeah, I don't think it was one of the best ones. Um, I mean, there was one guy in it that I thought was quite good. Me and Nick have spoke to, to Ben at work about him, the guy with uh, the, the, the massive curly hair like Afro. Yeah, yeah, living in the tent. Yeah, and he had that cool voice. I, I liked him because he like. Well, I say, I, I, but what I'm about to say isn't something you should like someone for. But basically, it was like he uh, he had a kid, at least he's twelve years old, and like he's asking him, he's like, so like, why, why are you doing? He's like, it's just so good in it, <laughs> and, and he's like, well, you're not gonna like get yourself off it, and he's like, he's like, well, why would I ever want to do that? Because it's just so good. <laughs> <laughs> There's um, a quote from Russell Brand when he was hooked on heroin, and he said that heroin's like getting wrapped up in a really nice warm blanket and just just going going to sleep and I mean, like that we're not we're not we're not saying <laughs> no but that show almost had a way of making me thinking this sounds bloody good yeah. <laughs> and just the fact he calls himself a heroin connoisseur <laughs> <laughs> yeah and then and then that that that, that um woman that um, walked out of his tent at the end yeah like, that 20 year old like grad student whatever it was the, like wow yeah <laughs> If, if I do heroin, is that what I can get? <laughs> yeah. But the other guy who's there trying to trying to put people off is like, she won't look like that in three months. In three I months, know, she'll yeah. have no teeth. <laughs> she'll look terrible. Yeah, there's there's that graph, or not graph, there's that um, collection of pictures on the internet of um, basically it's people who've done like meth and it's like before and after. And it'll yeah. say like, like um, picture one, it's them. And then it says 12 months of meth and they're a mess. And then there's people who are like two months of meth they look horrible but there's one woman in the middle who um basically says there's the pre there's the original picture and this is three months later of meth and she looks better <laughs> <laughs> so basically do it for three months stop yeah and that's the optimum uh yeah cut I mean, off point. yeah three months. there's the only problem though it's the stopping bit in it yeah um, when, 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 when it's a highly addictive drug like that i mean it's easier said than done yeah quit it that's <laughs> true yeah, I mean, but, um, so, so for the listeners, don't go out and smoke <laughs> meth in order to look better after three months. Yeah, yeah, only if you're going to do it for exactly three months <laughs> and miraculously quit. Please do not take any of our advice <laughs> about medical or pharmaceutical needs. Yeah, um, <laughs> move swiftly on. We've you've slandered Jono on the show already. Um, oh, with the bin story. Uh, now, now we're now we're out. When I was saying you should do meth and heroin. Yeah. <laughs> This is this is this isn't going well, is it? Good advice. <laughs> <laughs> the advice show. Okay, can we move on to the apprentice? Yeah. Are you okay with that? Sounds good. Yep. 
brilliant. I'll just do me Alan Sugar. In, no, no, I can't even do it. <laughs> <laughs> can't even do an impact. Yeah, Alan, Alan Sugar. <laughs> this who, this who, is, you're fired. <laughs> <laughs> I can do the American one. Okay, okay, this is Donald Trump. Okay, you're fired. It's amazing, Donald Trump, isn't it? He did a thing, like, honestly, the, the US Apprentice was so good. He'd do a thing where, like, I don't know if anybody came in, imagine it's Hasselhoff. He'd be like, oh, David, I got a proposal. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, every week he'd be like, oh. Like a Bond villain. Yeah. <laughs> it was so good. Yeah, you guys should definitely watch The US Apprentice. But, Make uh, The Apprentice great again, okay? <laughs> Getting back. Apparently the Arnold Schwarzenegger one has been terrible since Yeah, he's been doing it. But uh, yeah, so UK Apprentice. Yeah. Alan Sugar. Uh, we're two episodes in. Nick, you don't watch this, do you? I don't know. No interest at all to watch it, no. I mean... You lot have been talking about it in work, and every time you talk about it, it makes me even want to watch it even less. I'm not gonna like it. it sounds so bad. I'll be honest, like with UK TV though, this is one of the only shows I really watch through the year. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm the same, yeah. Like, well, that's what, what with me, I don't watch any TV shows I, like on the UK. I'd, I'd watch Netflix or Amazon Prime or something like that, but I'd, I'd never watch any live TV ever. Yeah. But yeah, I, th- I think you should give it a go. You'll like this one. Uh, it, it's basically they get the the most most egotistical people ever yeah. into teams. It's just great. That's what it is. It's all ego driven into. Yeah. Uh, it's the most hateable people you can imagine. But yeah. towards the end of a season, you start liking one or two of them. Like, well, we're gonna to come to it though. Like a character called Ross, who was project manager in week two. I actually quite like him, but he seems a bit hopeless. So I can't imagine he'll last much no, longer. But. No. Just to quickly go on to episode one, uh, the task was making burgers and selling them. Yeah, that's correct. For a profit, which yep. the boys boys team didn't manage to do. <laughs> <laughs> they ended up uh, making a loss. They lost which... money on making and selling burgers. <laughs> <laughs> which is almost unheard of in, in The Apprentice. Like... I think the whole point of that task in week one was a nice, easy task to get you off to a, you know, a good yeah, start, yeah. and the boys failed to make, make money lost, on it. Lost hundreds. <laughs> Who do you? Who's your most hated <clears throat> boys team? I've not... I've not. I don't know the characters well enough yet. Characters, as if they're like actors. <laughs> I've, I'm not. I, I don't know any of them particularly well enough yet to particularly dislike or like yeah. any of them. What about Charles, um, the uh, the one with the glasses on, who oh, yeah, nearly yeah. went in week one? Yeah, yeah. I don't like <clears throat> him. Yeah. He uh, he basically sabotaged that task in week one by <laughs> not getting the burgers out quick enough to sale, and he was, he was instead he was in the kitchen doing costing. Yeah. yeah. And he'd, been, he'd been deliberately told not to do the costing. But that completely killed the task for them. Yeah. But Danny went in week one, who was the project manager. He, why, well, yeah, but he... He was I, rubbish. He was terrible. Yeah. Like, uh, there's one little, like, bit where they're arguing. And it's a proper, like, Boise kind of argument where Charles is like, oh, well, I wouldn't want to work for your business because you probably wouldn't make any money. And it's like, <laughs> I, I do okay, actually, for money, mate. I think you'll find I do okay <laughs> for money. You know, like a yes. proper, like, ego-driven just... Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. but he, he was rubbish, wasn't he, Danny? He yeah, went, yeah. He went... He, yeah, yeah. The, the, the women have won both the weeks up to now, um, the, yeah. the female team. There's, a, there's one of the, one of, there's a character in that team. I can't remember her name, but... The one with glasses? Yeah. Elizabeth. Big goof, bit of a goofball. Goofball, definitely, like, yeah. total goofball, to be honest. Um, I, I hated her in week one as well, to be <laughs> honest, where she called <clears throat> Siobhan Sinead, and was just deliberately kind of like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. kind of thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, in episode two, when she was, like, measuring the room, Remember that at all? The, uh, yeah, to, yeah, yeah. The, the task was like uh, decorating a, a luxury hotel room. Yeah, and they, they went for a golf theme. Yeah. So they bought golf themed wallpaper, which was just it just looked like a nightmare. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It wasn't as bad as the men's one. Well, I think the men's were on, almost onto a good idea, 
Until the Elliot brought yellow into it. Yeah. Oh, what? So basically, they were saying that the hotel's already yellow. We want this to be like a British-themed room. So we're going to paint it. Instead of blue, red, and white, like a Union Jack, we're going to paint it blue, red, and yellow. Like, what? Yeah. And they were like, yeah, this is a British room. And when they were getting inspected, they were basically saying, yeah, this just looks like a... This is London-themed. Like, it's not a British... Yeah, it's not... It's it's more travel and London-themed than Britain. It's like typical... Oh, this... Like, the sort of tat you would see... Uh, you know, a market stall, like, just for the tourists. Yeah, definitely. That's the sort of thing. But you, you mentioned the, um, the, woman, the woman measuring the rooms. Yeah. Spending ages measuring everything. And there was a moment where she said to him, and go, have you, like, they were taking the piss going, have you, have you measured the door? And but she goes, the, and then just goes and measures the door. Like, and so the way she set it up, she was like, right, I have measured everything in this room. <laughs> Is there anything else you need me to do? Have you measured the door? She just walks off to go. <laughs> <laughs> but even though they measured everything, Nick, they still got the dimensions wrong. Yeah, that was completely balls that one. She'll she, as soon as the women lose a task, she'll be the first one to yeah, know that. I can see it. I do, actually, I don't know because I I think with the Apprentice, sometimes they keep some of the wacky characters around for a little longer. So yeah. Last season, what was the Indian fellow's name? From last year? Yeah. I don't know. I oh, there, there was a guy who was, he was insane. Like, he was actually, he was the most, like, annoying person ever. But by about week three or four, everyone kind of liked him because he'd built up this really strange... Like, character. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. but he's got to a point where he, he does cameos and stuff these days because he's known as the wacky one from last year's Apprentice. Yeah. And they kept him around for a while. And then one day, Alan Sugar was just like, do you know what, you're fired. Just go. Yeah, and, time to go. <laughs> yeah, but he didn't. It wasn't even, if I remember correctly, it wasn't even the right stage where they would normal fire, normally fire someone. He was just like, right, your time's up. Go. And he just fired him before the main firing section. Right. Yeah, like he a just, double firing. Yeah, yeah. Like just just got rid of him. <laughs> but it was he was great. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I'm I'm looking forward to the rest of this season. How do you feel about Jeff going in episode two? Okay about it. I'm okay with it. Yeah. I think it was almost borderline racist the way that like I think <laughs> he. He was suggesting that when, like, he was asked to do the figures again. And the fact he refused to do it, I think he was thinking, look, just because I'm Asian, it doesn't mean I do the maths all the time. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Like, yeah, that, that's yeah. why he was so, like, antsy yeah. about it. Yeah. But, yeah, he, he was a bit rubbish, though, wasn't he? Jeff? No, yeah, yeah. yeah. He, could, he could break dance. He mentioned that. Um, have they announced what the, the next episode is? Oh, they have, but I don't know. I can't remember, I can't remember what, what it is. So. Yeah, but... I usually, what with The Apprentice, when it finishes, like the episode, I don't like to know what's coming up the next week. I'm the same, I'd rather not know, like, yeah. Because, like, you see bits of him talking to people, saying, oh, yeah, you've messed this up, you've messed this up. I know they'll edit it in a way where it doesn't show the person who's about to get fired or anything, but I kind of look at it from the other way. It's like, if I see a person there right before they say you're fired, I know that person's not getting fired, and I don't want to know if the... Yeah, Which you don't want, you don't want to know the man. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. I don't want to know who's in the boardroom for for those segments. Yeah. So I try and just look away whilst all that's going on. Um, yeah, just a couple of quick predictions, if that's okay. I think James is going to win. He was in the boardroom this week and he survived. He was the guy who was leader of the sub team. Okay. I just think he talked his way out of it quite well, and I think he'll be he'll be one. I think he'll win it. It's my prediction okay. to win it. I think Ross, who was the team leader, was quite good. Because he took blame for a lot of stuff. He said, yeah, that was my fault. I balled up on that. But it's kind of counterproductive to the point of like, he was just taking blame for everything. It was like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, you're shit. <laughs> <laughs> Stop taking blame for all yeah. this stuff. Like, No, um, I'll, I'll have a prediction for next week, I think. I need, I need, I need a bit more time yeah. to settle with the, the characters in this show. Cool. Yeah. Cool, all right. Um, do we have any other TV stuff? 
I mean, I've not, no. I just wanted to mention one I started watching on, which got released on Amazon Prime a few days ago. Uh, it's called Law. Um, it was actually a podcast first. Um, obviously, we're a podcast, so it seems relevant. <laughs> um, but um, basically, the podcast was, it was kind of like, as you can imagine, like law, like weird law stories. It was L-O-R-E. Yeah, that one, yeah. yeah. Um, so, yeah, like weird stories about like folklore and stuff like that. Um, I've watched two and a half episodes so far. It's it's weird, like um, some of the weird. I think the first one was, um, oh, it, it was about some weird disease which took like Rhode um, Exeter, Rhode Island, and like people were like thinking that people were dead, um, alive. Sorry, like in the graves, like when they were dead, but they were basically saying the spirits living on them, which is why their but their skin still, like um like skin not just rotted away and stuff it was all right but like when i have uh, heard about it um i mean it's uni lad so like i don't know how much to take, take from this story but they they, they was they, they were claiming it as like um amazon prime's answer to black mirror so i was dead excited for it i was like this, this is good this is gonna be good but it's not it's not that at all it's literally I, what well, well, I imagine it might not be, but and um, there's a guy doing a voiceover, so I imagine it's like the guy from the podcast still just talking, and then they've just kind of got images over it, kind of thing. Right. It's 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 good. I enjoyed it. I've been enjoying it, and I will continue to watch it. There's six episodes out so far, so I will watch the rest of them. But um, yeah, it's it's yeah. I, I, I don't even know if I'd recommend it, <laughs> but um, <laughs> give it a bit more time. But, yeah. Like, but, um, yeah, it might be worth a watch if you're into that whole folklore and all that. Cool, cool. I might give it a try. The only, the only last TV point I've got to bring up, um, been watching Fireman Sam again with my son. Oh, yeah. Um, on the latest episode I watched, uh, somebody had accidentally lit a public bin on fire because they'd put a lit barbecue in the... Idiots. <laughs> public service announcement on uh, Fireman Sam. Yeah. Yeah, so that's, that's all I have for TV. So just to get rid of this barbecue, they'll just in the bin. Well, they, they, they basically, they were like, what caused, what caused this fire? It's like, oh, somebody's put like a, a, a lit barbecue tray in there. Like, oh, God. Idiots. <laughs> Fireman Sam on the roof. <laughs> Came to save the bin. <laughs> <laughs> but, right, yeah, it's same Wales. And basically the next scene was... They were in, there was this family who'd caused the barbecue fire, ended up getting into trouble with their boat. Um, and obviously there's no lifeguards in Fireman Sam, so the fire brigade came out. And um, because they're in, Way it were, it, they're in Wales and the family were Welsh as well. And he was like, oh no, that's something, I can't do a Welsh accent. There's something wrong with the boat. And they were like, oh, it's the Joneses again. <laughs> like, <laughs> like the most Welsh thing ever. No, it's not the Joneses, it's the Davies. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's enough about Fireman Sam. I yeah. Oh, um, Thomas the Tank Engine, right? Oh, yeah. uh, not, we're not making this a kids' TV show podcast, but they're bringing in the first African character um, soon. It's having a makeover, and they're getting the first African train. Right. I mean, I'll wait to see what that character is. Yeah. yeah, so do I. I want to see. I'll wait to see what it is before I make any judgment. Because yeah. I've got an image in my head. And, <laughs> and it's got yep. a We've um, mentioned before about this. People keep saying on like the fat control is not called the fat controller yeah, anymore. Yeah, is this definitely a thing? Like, yeah, yeah it's just isn't he just the controller now? Oh, I don't like that. How, how bad is that? Like, yeah. like 
he's literally the fat controller. He's, he's a controller and he's fat. <laughs> <laughs> that makes sense. <laughs> um, yeah, as far as TV goes, that's pretty much all I've got for TV. Yeah, I'm done with TV. I've got a few games, if that's okay. I'm happy to talk games. Can I jump in? Of course you can. Just jump on to Star Wars Battlefront 2. The beta was out last weekend. Uh, played loads of it over the weekend, uh, and I loved it. Thought, it. thought it was great, better than the first one. The first Battlefront was quite a simplistic shooter. With this one, they brought in like kind of kind of Call of Duty classes where you have sniper, heavy, you know, assault, different class stuff like that, which is a good addition. It works well. And the big the big thing they've done is in the old Battlefront, you could play as heroes like uh, why can't I think of any heroes? Boba Fett, Han Solo, yeah. Princess Leia. It was very simplistic. Uh, the you just choose a hero and you take it in turns to be a hero and then a standard guy, hero, standard guy. Whereas in this one, you have to earn like 5,000 battle points during a game to unlock a hero for one life. So you can play as Darth Maul for like near the end of the battle if you get enough points. You can come in and, t- and change the course of the battle by being Darth Maul for like until you die kind of thing. Question, these points, you have to earn them? Uh, you have to earn them in, in, the, in the actual round of the game you play okay, in. Right. So like if you kill enough people in this round, you'll get up to 5,000 and you can spend that 5,000 on Darth Maul. I was going to say, can you buy these points? I don't think you can. You can unlock other stuff by buying stuff, but you have to perform to a certain level in that match to get a chance to become Darth Maul for one life. Right, yeah, yeah. And you can then get like 10 kills as Darth Maul because he's, he's awesome. But then when you get killed, you go back to being a standard guy and you've got no right. battle points left. You know okay. what I mean? So... Just good little good little idea of doing it. Uh, totally changes the the game flow and stuff. And yeah, I love it. I'm definitely going to get that on the tenth of November. Yep. You know, it was only like a, a month or two ago that I actually realised what was going on with these games. Because like a Battlefront one then came out, and I was like, I'm sure this has come out before. I didn't even think anything of it. And then the second yeah. one got announced. I was like, there's definitely been a Battlefront <laughs> toy two before. I I remember playing this years ago. What's going on here? I only really realised that they've literally completely rebooted it, haven't they? Reboot, yep. <laughs> I, 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 yeah. I, I just didn't understand that. Like, I'm sure this. Have I just travelled back in time or something? <laughs> yeah. What's going on? <laughs> they've done it before. EA like there's two Need for Speed Hopper suits, which is just really like just give it another name. You know yeah. what I mean? Like you don't have to call it the same thing. Really there was one in like 2000, and there's one in 2010. I think it was. It's it's that whole rebooting nostalgia. <laughs> Yeah. Thing though, isn't it? it seems to be happening a lot lately yeah. with yeah. everything FIFA they yeah. reboot that every year <laughs> they do if anything this year it's come back come back here <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say it's going to it's going to get bad when like they actually re-released FIFA 2001 or something mm. oh do you know what though that I can see that happening yeah. they're, they're going to release like on like FIFA 2020 or something I could see them releasing FIFA 2020 but with the squads of FIFA 2000 yeah which to be honest I'd buy <laughs> I'd be well up for that i if, if you had a re oh you know we looking? sound terrible because like genuinely I really would buy FIFA 99 or something with modern graphics but with all the old sponsors and stuff well, well there's one for you Joe you can literally get Pez I know year. Pro Evo you can do that anyway you can get an option file from like 1994 just have all the teams from 1994 I should just do that shouldn't it's I? amazing yeah. <laughs> all the sponsors and everything like yeah. tell you what I reckon they will reboot uh, if they've not already announced they are doing they're, they're probably going to reboot FIFA Street aren't they Mm. Yeah, I can see that. that definitely get, gonna get a re-release at some point. Yeah, yeah, I can see that. Yeah, if if they don't, they're mad because like you know that'd be a good idea. Yeah, so. yeah. I mean, yeah. I I don't know if I've read a while back that they might just be releasing it within like a FIFA game, just as kind of like a side bit or something. Yeah, like an in-game mode or something like yeah. that. I, I don't know if I've read that or that that was someone's kind of prediction for a future game. Maybe. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, it's probably gonna get a re-release at some point though, isn't it? Yeah. 
Yeah. Uh, as a public service announcement, uh, Metal Gear Solid Five is now the free game if you pay for PS Plus. Um, yeah. It's now the free game, which is such an insane game to be given away for free because that is one of the best games on the PlayStation 4. And now yeah. it's free if you got PS Plus. I was so gutted when I realised that was free. <laughs> it was literally about a month ago I bought that. I mean, admittedly, it was like £2 in sale. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I was just like, are you joking? I've literally just bought that game. <laughs> that, that's, honestly, I'm not messing. I've, I've, I've spoke about it on the podcast before, but that is one of the best games on the PlayStation 4. It's pro... It's mechanically, it might be the best game ever made in one in like in some time time zone. It's the best mechanical game ever. It's not the best Metal Gear because the stories are not the story's not as good, but the way that it works is just it's what it's just amazing. Yeah, groundbreaking, I would say. The game that got Kojima fired as well once. Well, yeah. Well, I don't know if he left or he was fired. We've had this or, argument before. Yeah, we have. <laughs> <Yeah>. um, <laughs> I can't wait for Kojima's new game. That one with the with um, Daryl. Yeah, Norman Reedus. Uh, what's I can't remember. I don't what's know what it's called now. It's even got a name. I can't remember. Because it was basically PT at one point, wasn't it? Then it kind of morphed into something else. Well, it was PT, but then it's, I think PT ended up dropping off a cliff, and they ended up just he obviously likes starting Norman, again kind of thing. He likes Norman Reedus, so yeah, I, he made I, a weird trailer for that. I was going to say I don't remember. Has it has anything else been announced apart from that weird trailer where he was like holding a baby or something? I don't think so. I don't think so. Oh, it's been yeah, I'd have to I'd have to go and go and research. But I think that's all that ever came out. The only that's the only major news that came out anyway. But I can't wait for that because that'll be if that's if he's kept the same sort of mechanical ideas from that last Metal Gear, but with some really weird new story. Like I I can't wait for that. I'm not I'm not expecting Norman Reedus to be like choking guys out and stuff like that. But if you know the way. Like that game works in such a like an amazing mechanical game mechanics kind of way. Yeah. That if you can use even even part of that for his new game, it, it you know it's gonna it's gonna be a ten out of ten game. Mm. Yeah, I'll, <coughs> I'll have to look into that for next week. Maybe try and get the latest on that. Uh, yeah, that yeah, right, yeah, game. yeah, should yeah. Be, definitely. And right, and, yeah. and you should both be playing Metal Gear because I've like I said I bought it a while back um i can't remember how much you, I, like, well, I can't remember when it was but it was like two pounds at the time and i fully intended on playing it i've just not gotten around to it i've got i've been banned like so many good games have been released and obviously i got my vr so i've just not found the time to actually play that game i, I, I really want to though like you spoke about it so highly that yeah i, I can't not play it at this point it's yeah. I, I'm, I'm i'm i don't know when i'll do it but i want to get my top 10 games list ever i want to see what's on it I'm guessing um, that'll be like number one. Or no, no, it won't even be number one. Final Fantasy Nine will be number I one. I thought you were going to say that farming one was number one. Stardew Valley. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think Metal Gear Five probably would make it into my top ten, but I'd have to. I'm going to go away and think about that. I'm going to come back to, to you. Yeah. Um, All right, other games. Oh, I've just got one. Uh, <clears throat> a game called Oxen Free. It's free on Xbox Live this month, but uh, it's only like five pound on a sale on, on PS4. Oh. But it's uh, great. I think you, you guys in particular would love it. It's a bit like Life is Strange, but it's like a 2.5D platformer without any platform, and it's just like a story-driven game kind of thing. And you're a girl with blue hair, like Life is Strange. And you and your high school buddies are turning up to a, a beach. You're getting like a ferry to a beach to have like a late-night party on the beach. And while you're there, you've got like a radio on you, and you're getting these weird like signals coming through on the radio. And it leads you to a nearby cave and just loads of like 
bit Twin Peaks-ish, a bit like yeah. X-Files-ish kind of thing. But it's like almost like a horror game in some aspects. But uh, it, you know what? I, I, I'm very close to finishing it now. And it's so similar to the new Twin Peaks. Like, it blows my mind. <laughs> like, it came out before the new series of Twin Peaks. But the finale, I mean, you know what I'm talking about. The finale of that is so similar to where this uh, is heading. It's a, <laughs> no spoilers. Yeah, I, I'm only halfway through. <laughs> but it's so similar to where this is heading. It, it's weird because it, it's Twin Peaksy all the way through kind of thing. Uh, but yeah, you guys have got to check it out. It's, it's is, that available, five, is that available on PlayStation as well? Or? Only, only on a sale for five pound on PlayStation. Oh, look! And that. I guarantee you'll both love it. It's just all like uh, dialogue driven. You know, you, you're learning about people, uh, interacting with your friends. But then, like this, this whole weird alien subplot to it, which is great. I like it. Yep. You mentioned Life is Strange. Then um, I, I actually just wanted to mention. Um, I, I mentioned a few weeks ago that I've been. Pl- I played the first episode of that. Um, second one uh, has been released this week. Can't wait for that. So I'm going to emotionally prepare myself for that. <laughs> um, yeah. um, I, I've got no spoilers, so I've, I, I wouldn't worry about anything like that. But um, I, like, I, I loved the original Life is Strange. Um, that, that original Life is Strange might be in my top ten. I, well. I, I think that's probably one of my top five that mm. games, to be honest. Um, so like, and I'm, I, I remember loving the first episode of this. So I can't wait for the second one. Though. Yeah. That'd be great. I might jump on that myself as well. Uh, give that a go. I mean, I think Joe, you're waiting for them all to be released, aren't you? So you can yeah. buy the pack kind of thing. Uh, yeah, I mean, I wasn't too sold on the idea of having a prequel for Life is Strange anyway, because that story for me was good enough that they didn't need to do a prequel. But if I'm right in saying they're doing a Life is Strange too, I believe so. And this is kind of like the you know the stopgap. Because I didn't yeah. just buy Life is Strange like digitally. I bought the actual disc version as well. Because yeah, yeah. you get the soundtrack and yeah. all sorts of other stuff with it. That's how much I loved that game. No, I, amazing, I, I bought yeah. the extra special pack for it. But yeah, the prequel. Whilst I will play it, I'm more looking forward to Life is Strange two whenever I mean, that's going to come out. I mean, I like this because it's kind of another little like injection into the that that kind of story kind of thing you kind of find the back whereas life is strange too as far as i'm aware it's going in a completely different direction yeah, yeah. isn't it so like i have to get invested in new characters and and a new storyline but this one i'm basically what's her name is it chloe the uh friend yeah chloe um you're basically chloe and you you, you do what she does before um max i think her name is yeah yeah um comes into it is it still in arcadia bay yeah, yeah. So, um, like, you'll you'll find yourself like in the uh, the high school again, um, yeah. or you'll find yourself in that junkyard. Or something. I think that's why I'd want to play it. Yeah. I'd like to go back to that place because. But but there's like characters that were mentioned in the original game, which um, were in the original game. But you're like, ah, oh, cool. That's that. That's there, isn't it? You know what I mean? Um, it's it's good. I would recommend it. I mean, and I know you're gonna play it, but. I'd, I would recommend you definitely. Yeah, that. I, th- I think I will. Yeah, definitely. Awesome. Cool. Any more games? Or... No, I'm done. I mean, I just want to mention, like, um, Shadow of War, is it called? Yeah. That's been released, like, just last week, hasn't it? I played the first one of that. Yeah, I played Shadow of Mordor, yeah. Shadow of Mordor. I love that game. This one's supposed to have, like, improved on that first game. It's supposed to be better, yeah. Uh, um, I, I never finished Shadow of Mordor, but apparently the ending's dreadful for it. Yeah, I, I completed it myself. I never yeah. I never got the trophies on it or anything. All the trophies, anyway. But um, I, I loved that, and I can't... I, I, I basically can't wait to buy this one now. But... The, bi- the big thing with this one is the... the like the game developers themselves are saying that we understand the ending was shit for Shadow of Mordor. This one's 
good. You know, like they were yeah, made, yeah. we made this one good kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, like, like I say, I can't wait to play this game. I'm going to buy it like as soon as I can, to be honest. Yep. Cool. Um, should we move on to films? On to films. Do you want to mention the Weinsteins first? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Are we on shaky ground here? <laughs> uh, as long as you say the word allegedly, whatever you're going to say, then you, you're safe. Harvey Weinstein allegedly is a sexual predator. Yeah, like, yeah, allegedly. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I know you said it, but we're saying it again. Allegedly. Allegedly. Yeah. So Harvey Weinstein, we, what is his name? Weinstein. Weinstein, Weinstein right. yeah. Um, who, who is he first? Give, give us a background. Him and his brother are part of the the Weinstein brothers, and I believe, do they own Miramax? Yep. Is that right? Yeah, I think so. The film studio and the, the behind, like the biggest one's Pulp Fiction. That's like the they're involved with all the Tarantino films. They're like producers, aren't they? More than anything else. Yeah, just producers. And I think Dimension Films are like an offshoot of that as well. They did like the Scream films and stuff like that. Uh, so that yeah, they've, they've done like Shakespeare in Love. That was like a big Oscar winner. The English Patient, I'm sure that won Oscars as well. But for me, Pulp Fiction is the big one that they were behind, kind of thing. And yeah, Harvey Weinstein. Uh, the old dog is a <laughs> allegedly he, allegedly, allegedly allegedly he is a uh, uh, sexual offender. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah uh, I mean, I, we were saying before. I was looking into the actual story, trying to get specifics of what he's actually done, and I didn't know where to start. Like, <laughs> I I did the same in preparation for the show this week, and I can't find like the first Fred. It just yeah. sort of like you go if you Google that name. There's a new story every, like, half an hour. Literally, like, like, I Googled it half an hour earlier. Bob Weinstein called his brother depraved. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, I Googled it as well, like, probably just before you Googled that, and it was like, um, TV news anchor says that Weinstein had... Um, in, a hotel, ..in a restaurant corridor. I'm like... There's no end. Like yeah. once you go googling that, there's no you. You can be there forever. It's been like a weird new like Google drinking game. Like take a yeah. shot and Google Harvey Weinstein, <laughs> see what comes up this time. If, if you go on, <laughs> if you go on it, it literally like it's there's a new news story like every sort of few minutes. Yeah, but yeah, when his own brother Bob, he's been fired from his own company that he started, and his brother Bob's come out and said, yeah, he's a depraved individual, <laughs> allegedly. But like they've said, haven't they? That like it's it was an open secret in Hollywood that. He was like this. Mm. And the idea, what I think is going to happen is the sort of predatory older, you know, men like trying to exert their influence for their own gratification. Yeah. I think he's he's the first name to come out of many. I think you're going to see some big names come out in Hollywood that are going to. Yeah. There's already been a few other things that people that have popped up, like Ben Affleck. Yeah, yeah. He's he's been named and shamed. I mean. His wasn't as bad. Like. there was one, one particular thing, like um, people said, oh, "I've seen this interview. This this woman's like on his uh, on his lap, and he's touching her up and all this stuff, and she looks intoxicated and all this stuff." But then she she's come out and she said, "Like no, like we do this. We did this about fifty times. This is this is like an interview where like we had it planned out. After it happened, um, like I got off. He was very respectful, and she's like, no, he he, he was he was very respectful. Shut up, yeah, essentially. And now he's in rehab." Since all this happened, uh, old an old video of Jason Momoa, who was uh, Cal Drogo, or he's now Aquaman. um, Where he he was at Comic Con for Game of Thrones, and and he's basically talking like, "I love the, I love sci-fi fantasy shows because 
Well, I love them because I love the fans and I get to rape um, beautiful women. Um, but, 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 <laughs> but he was clearly talking about in Game of Thrones. He was clearly talking about right. it, but that's now resurfaced. And I was like, look at this dog and all. He's a dirty bastard and all. I'd say like with, with like the likes of that one, that's obviously going to get taken out of context now. I mean, obviously he like... Don't, don't, don't say it. Like, obviously, like he he had a really poor choice of words. Yeah. Obviously, but um, <laughs> like uh, people don't need to just take that so literally. He was clearly trying to have a joke um, about the fact that his character in Game of Thrones had done exactly yeah. that. Yep. But um, like, like because of all this now, it's like you say, it's going to bring loads of people out going look this guy's doing it this guy's doing it i think loads of i think you mentioned today that i like an old video of yeah an interview from 1998 has popped up now with Gwyneth paltrow on the david letterman show and she's basically telling letterman that harvey weinstein is the kind of man who coerces you into doing things but she just won the oscar for shakespearean love so she, you know she's saying it in a kind of jovial manner like yeah he can, co he can co coerce you into doing a lot to be honest and people are now like the you know how like you get tried on social media nowadays. Yeah, yeah. It's like social media is like, look, Gwyneth Paltrow was calling him out twenty years ago. Yeah, and it's like, well, maybe not. You know, maybe she's just having a bit of a joke, but or allegedly. You know, but, but like, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know how much of this I'm going to bleep a lot of this. Everything. But like all the uh, like all the jokes that have been made, like um, Seth MacFarlane made a joke at the Oscars a few years ago. Basically yeah. about Harvey. I can't remember yeah. the exact joke, but like, everyone's coming like, like he predicted it. He knew. It was a uh, we mentioned it earlier, didn't we? The uh, when like a female actress had won an award. It's like oh, brilliant! You don't have to pretend to find Harvey Harvey Weinstein attractive anymore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So yeah. Right. So that's rocked Hollywood over the last couple of weeks. Yeah. There'll be more to come. I think. More to come. Yeah. Uh, I, I think people will be gunning for. Do you think? I think. We'll get wrapped up in this at some point. Oh, that'd be a big name. I was thinking more. Oh no! Oh, we can't. We can't say. No, uh, allegedly, <laughs> allegedly. Allegedly. <laughs> I'm gonna. I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna bleep that. Gonna hey, bleep. A lot of fans claimed he that. So right, we're moving on. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, right. Um, yeah, I, I had a bit of. I had a couple of little news bits to talk about film-wise. Um, Hugh Hefner died recently. That's not the news bit. But just letting you know, if you hadn't heard, Hugh Hefner had died. Yeah. Uh, Jared Leto's marked to play Hugh Hefner in the film about Hugh Hefner. Um, obviously, Hugh Hefner... I wonder how many times I can say that name in succession. I said that a Hugh lot. Hugh Hefner. Um, I wonder how that's going to play out in the film. Because obviously, if it's a film about him, it has to take the good and the bad. And whether you agree with his position for as good or bad, he's got his place in cult. Like, not cult, like pop, pop, pop. Pop, pop culture. Pop culture. Yeah. Cult popsha. Yeah, he's got his place in pop culture and like what he built was, you know, quite quite the empire. So yeah, watching a film about that would be quite interesting. Jared Leto, I've always been a fan of Jared Leto, but kind of like I feel annoyed after Suicide Squad. Yeah, I keep flip flopping on that film. Yeah, one, I minute, mean, I, one minute I'm like, oh, yeah, it's okay. The next minute I'm like, it's the worst film I've ever seen. Yeah. Kind of thing. I'm, I'm, I'm free. Yeah, yeah. So I'm, I'm interested to see what it would look like. You know, that film. I'm, I mean, I'm guessing it's gonna be him starting it up. It's not gonna be um, Hugh, um, eighty-five year old Hefner. Um, 
Like shagging 20-year-old birds. Oh, yeah, I don't know, you know. <laughs> no, I, what, I'm, what I'm saying is I'm guessing that's not what Gerald Leto will be portraying. He'll I bet be... he'll end up like that, you know. Old man makeup. Do you reckon? They like that nowadays, don't they? Gerald Leto likes dressing up like Jared that. Gerald Leto, anyway, yeah. yeah. But like, like, I, I believe in the story of Hefner, like, where like he was actually just married, like just in a normal relationship, and then one day he was just kind of like, you know, Summer, I want someone younger. <laughs> and then, <laughs> then he basically just started the playboy. Obviously, it's a bit... A bit more than that, he didn't just go like let's let's start a mansion so I can have sex with twenty year olds. Yeah, um, but like it was it was it was like somewhat happily married or something, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah. But yeah, yeah I'm interested to see how that film plays out. Like. Mm. Cool. And Jared Leto was in Blade Runner. That I'm watching tomorrow, so yeah. that should oh, yeah. be a. I need to watch the original before I watch that. But I've heard yeah. great things about the new one. I have. Yep. So I can't wait. I can't wait to watch that. Um, yep. My other news bit was just the. The Bradley Cooper has apparently been asked to play Vince McMahon in the film about Vince McMahon's life. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's a film that's going to be titled Pandemonium, which is probably a fertile for a film about Vince mm. McMahon. <laughs> um, apparently he's waiting to... He wanted to see the new script rights for it because there's been a few different rewrites of the script which haven't been completely true to the source sort of material. Well, according to Vince McMahon, the well, is true. <laughs> well, apparently there was a lot there was a lot of stuff in there that was a bit dodgy that the McMahons didn't want in there. Which mm. apparently wasn't true anyway, some of it. But WWE films are now involved with the film. So there's much more chance of it happening. Um Bradley Coomer, if he if he likes the script, sounds like he's gonna do it. I got that from PW Insider. That's my source on that. Um he would do it if he liked the script. But my my worry is that if WWE films are now on it, you're going to get the WWE propaganda machine yeah. um, where it's just going to be all good, like great and it's all lovely. When in actual fact, there's so much darkness yeah. to the background of it where Vince McMahon Sr., which is Vince McMahon's dad, basically swallowed up the entire American wrestling scene into into this big corporate thing so yeah. you know he, he did a lot for wrestling but he was the death of like that old scene yeah he took away all the competition kind of thing yeah pretty yeah. much he pretty much pretty much got rid of the competition completely yeah which is quite like he did that and then his son vince took what? over and did the same yeah on a bigger scale as well so i'm interested to watch the film i'm interested to see what bradley cooper would be like i think he'd do a good job of doing a Vince McMahon well like you mentioned if it is WWE films doing it I'm looking forward to seeing how Vince cures cancer in this film this will be quite interesting <laughs> 15 minute scene of him finding the cure for cancer but yeah, yeah, one yeah. thing I am genuinely interested in is will the Montreal Screwjob is that what it's called would that be like the the pinnacle of the film like the centrepiece kind of thing I don't, I don't know like a, like, a big like, dramatic version of that do you know what I mean the... it, it could be but <laughs> It would it would depend on where they where they want to go with it. It's whether it's going to end when he takes over the wrestling because obviously it's a very carny thing. Like you know, it's old carnival stuff. Yeah. And you know, he was a commentator for a while. How far are they going to go? I mean, he was only on TV a couple of months ago. So how far are they going to go up to it? I could picture it being like a kind of Steve Jobs thing where you know they split into like three sections or something. All ah, right. Yeah. Just, you know, just something like the start yeah, yeah. of WWE, the Montreal Screw Job, and then like current day. WWE, you know, stuff like that or something. I can almost see where they'll do the film up to his sort of actual retirement where he leaves and, you know, that's his job done. Yeah. But I can imagine him announcing his retirement on the eve of the premiere of the film, 
because he's he's a showman. He knows yeah. how to generate maximum publicity. And if he announced his retirement and then his film came out about him, like you yeah. know, in the in the build up or around the same time, that's 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 the maximum he can get from that. And that's business wise, that'd that'd be the perfect time to do that. Mm, definitely. And so the film might end with him retiring. But also in real life, he'd retire as well. At the same time, which I quite, I'd quite like the idea of somebody doing a real life thing in a film into. that they've already filmed. Yeah, <coughs> I'd love that. A biopic. It's already filmed. <laughs> something that's not happened in real life. Yet. Yeah, it's got to happen when the film releases. I love that. <laughs> yeah, like, the end of the film is him doing the film. Yeah, that's <sighs> good. Life imitates art. <laughs> yeah, God, that'd be great. So yeah, they, they, they were the only film bit I had this week. I've got one film, Nick. Do you mind if I jump into that first? Go for it. Dead quick, Pirates of the Caribbean, Dead Men Tell No Tales, or Salazar's Revenge, whatever you want to call it. Uh, yep, shite. Uh, there's an okay, <laughs> there's an okay like bank, bank job at the start. You know when they, yeah. they robbed that bank, that was okay. A couple of funny bits in it that made me laugh. You know where they, they tricked that one guy into being the captain. And they're like, your captain oh, was like, yeah, oh, brilliant. Yeah. Then it just cuts from getting beat up by someone. Yeah, yeah. That was quite funny, but yeah, shit. CGI, it's not a great garbage. Film, is it? Yeah, too like, it, It's like that. I've, I've, I remember the the big thing being that oh, Lando Bloom's back kind of thing. Oh, I, I did like the Kira Knightley bit. I'll, I'll, well, I'll, yeah, that's yeah. a spoiler. But um, like, <laughs> like, the big thing was that like Orlando Bloom would be in the film, and like he is. But for about one minute, yeah, throughout the entire two film, scenes, like yeah, yeah, like thirty seconds each kind of thing, yeah. Like I, I guess that's all they could afford of all on the bloom these days. But um, yeah, yeah, like he wasn't in it for very long at all. Yeah, Kieran Knightley, that was okay, but shit, two out of five. Oops. Shit, two out of five. Yep. Two out, two out of five is like you know below average, but one out of five would be shit, wouldn't it? One out of five is like absolute. Dire, scrape like in the awful. barrel kind of thing yeah oh, okay so he yeah. scrapes a two yeah okay awesome. you got anything nick uh, yeah I've, I've watched a few films over the past week they're all old ones but um but with it being october i've been i've been watching horror films it's friday the 13th uh this last week it was, week, it it? was yeah um, shot sober did you mean <laughs> 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 did you mean hashtag sober October <laughs> no I didn't mean anything <laughs> but, but when we've been October I've been watching a few horror films to try and uh, get into the spirit of Halloween and all that so um, last week I watched Babadook you've seen this haven't you John I've seen the Babadook yeah um, this is, it's, it's actually quite a creepy film to be honest I didn't think of it like I, I don't get easily scared by horror films, but this one, it's like I don't recommend it for you, Joe. It would make, <laughs> yeah, it, no, I, I, it would it's been make, recommended to me before, and I've not. I wouldn't watch it if I were you. Anyway, um, it's a good film though. Like, I, I think I rated this about three point five out of five. But I watched it, so I'd go with that. Yep. Um, and um, just recently, I watched Hellraiser, which. Um, it's been out. I think it's like nineteen eighty nine or something. Yeah, like eighties. Yeah. Um, have you seen this one, Joe? No. Nope. Um, well, it's it's not scary in the slightest, but it's just so weird. Yeah. It's it's basically like, um, this cube, this um, what's a it? puzzle box, puzzle yeah. box, a puzzle box, which like if you do it, you basically open the gate to hell essentially, and these, like. What did he call them? Uh, the Cenobites. The Cenobites <laughs> yep. um, come out and just 
I just don't even know what to say about it. It's it's a good film. Like, well, actually, no, it's a terrible film. <laughs> um, but I loved it. <laughs> um, it's yeah. If you like weird stuff, you want to watch it. Uh, I think should be on the post yeah. of that. If you like weird stuff, you'll want to <laughs> give watch us, it. Give this there's, a try. There's just some weird stuff about like um, like a body just kind of farming out of blood and stuff. It's yeah. I was, we're talking about that, weren't we? Like how in the eighties that was like groundbreaking. It's like a body forms out the floorboards and like first it's all yeah. the blood and the, the bones and stuff and all the skin like moulds up around it. And it's literally just a wax body that they, they built, melted, so it all melted down and like reversed the film. I like that. But, you know, obviously it looks a bit crap nowadays, but the, the invention behind it, I think, still applies. It's still really good. Like, Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm like, I've, I've rated that a three. Like I say, it is a bad film, but I really enjoyed it. So... It's yeah. interesting as well, like directed by Clive Barker, who actually wrote the book as well. It's oh. not often you see that, you know, where like an actual author gets to direct their yeah. own work kind of thing. Oh, yeah. You're on about like a body forming and stuff. When you were talking about that, all I could think of the scene was, uh, all, of, all I could think of was the scene from Hollow Man, where oh, yeah. the invisibility thing sort of starts, you know, taking hold. <clears throat> I'm going to rewatch that film. I've not watched that in years. I, I quite like Hollow Man. It's Paul Be- Paul Verhoeven who did Starship yeah. Troopers and RoboCop and stuff. Yeah. So I'm going like to give that a watch this week. I've actually got a film for us in a couple of weeks that uh, it's more weird than scary, but I think for October it might be quite good. Shocktober. Shocktober. Have you heard of Society at all? No. Yeah, we'll do that in a few weeks. Okay. <laughs> all right. Yeah. I was going to suggest that, like, like I don't know if we'll do it in October. Shocktober. Um, Antichrist for a future episode Ooh, one day. Oh, yes. Yeah. Um, I've never seen it. I've been told to watch it. I've yeah. been told I probably won't make it through the film, um, but I'd like to watch it. Definitely. Might, might be worth uh, setting up a recorder for this one, maybe. Well, maybe. Oh. Maybe. <laughs> Get a sick bucket as well at the ready. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, you know. But for a future episode, I reckon we do that. Defo. Yep. We've not done a horror for a long time. I suppose it is even late next week, a horror. Uh, it, I'd yeah, call, I'd I guess you'd call it a horror. I'd, yeah. I'd call it yeah. horror. Um, I mean, I, I like the idea for October doing um, some horror films. Right? I think Antichrist might be the perfect horror film. For, I mean, um, if you want to do it Halloween. the week after, maybe um, it's still got a week left. Of, I mean, that that'll be literally Halloween at that point, won't it? So yeah, God, it'd be quite a scary end to October, wouldn't it? Eden Lake and then Antichrist. Oh, well, I think I think yep. that that next one will actually be released on Halloween. Am I? But, Right. What date are we on today? The 14th. Don't give away the date of recording. Oh. <laughs> no, we're recording this on the day it gets released. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure that next one gets released on Halloween. Um, so, like, a nice Antichrist would be a good one to release on that day, I would think. Yep. Uh, so, this show goes up on the 17th. Then Eden Lake will come out on the 24th. Antichrist would come out on the 31st of October. That's what I'm thinking, right. sorry, yeah. Nice one. So we could do that. Perfect, yeah. Yep, right. sounds good. All right. Uh, do we have any film over film stuff? Or... I'm done. I'm done for the week. I'm also. Cool. I think we. I think this went all right without a film, a main film. So we were very organised and we've been unwell, but we've managed to scramble. Yeah, got together. through it, yeah. It's been good. Yeah. Yep. Cool. Uh, Nick, do you want to give the social media away? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> um, we can be found on Twitter at DST Podcast. Uh, we're also on Instagram um, at Don't Spoil the Ending. Um, we're on Facebook, on facebook.com forward slash DST Podcast, or just 
go, um, in the search bar, type in Don't Spoil the Ending podcast and you'll find us. Um, I personally am on Twitter at DST Nick. I'm on Twitter at Yeah, it's Joe. Y E H I T S J O E. Yeah. Because people get people get funny about the spelling of yeah. Because it could be Y E A H. I feel like that could was, be. I feel that was just me that one time. Wasn't was it? it? <laughs> Since you said that, I've had to spell it out every week. Um, I have noticed. Y Y E H. Yeah. 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 I'm at yeah Taylor nineteen eighty <laughs> and. Uh, <laughs> You can email us at uh, don't spoil the ending at gmail.com as well. Love to get a few emails. So, uh, yeah. Cool. All right. Awesome. Thanks, guys. I've enjoyed the show this week. Yeah, man. Yep. All right. Um, yeah. Cheers we'll, for listening. Thanks for listening. Um, Cheers. We'll, we'll speak to you again next week. Cheers. Cheers. Bye. Bye. Goodbye. Bye.